0: have two special guests with us today. John Munson, Chief Mission Officer for Compure Financial. And John, we're happy to have the boss back again. The boss is with us. Jace Wagner, the CEO and president of uh,
1: Compure Financial. Glad to have you here today, Jace.
0: Yeah, great to be on. I'm glad this worked out. You are the busiest guy in town. You are you are really getting around. And I guess part of the deal of being a, a new guy, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, been in and around the country. Was in D.C. last week and Charleston, a few other areas, uh, representing uh, our member owners out in out in D.C. But uh, definitely getting used to the pace of being CEO. It's uh, it's a uh, it's a fast one.
0: It's amazing. And you know, you were in D.C. as you say. We want to talk about that during the broadcast. Kind of give us a little thumbnail of what you were testifying about.
2: Yeah, the, uh, the Senate Ag Committee is putting out some uh, testimony around the Farm Bill and trying to improve the programs that are ongoing. This one was specific to risk management and credit availability. And so we were in both those markets. And so we were had a chance to really share our, our perspective. That's
0: great. And John, obviously, you were involved in creating some of these uh, programs, right? Well, I'll tell you what we, we did do is we worked pretty closely together on making sure this testimony was
1: differentiating uh, for that committee and making sure that they understood our compare clients' needs and how different that can be here and what we're what's possible to be done, the capability of what we have, and really challenging to think about that differently. So Jace did a really nice job of
0: presenting different concepts. Jace, do you get the feeling that these people really understand what these programs are about?
2: I think they do around the edges. There was a really extreme, strong support for crop insurance as a baseline uh, program for farmers and ranchers. That was really comforting to hear. I think that was, um, the Ag Committee was very supportive of that.
0: And that's I, critical.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the the forest they see, I think the individual trees and how they're trying to optimize <laughs> those, uh, they sometimes miss on. But I think we, we found some common ground in a lot of different areas. I think just uh, so they, they definitely understand them, but I think they need to continue to understand how uh, flexibility can create a lot of value for farmers, right? Each farm is different. Each operator is different. And so trying to create that flexibility was a key theme for us.
0: And back once again on the Linder Farm Network, Jace Wagner, Compare President and CEO, joining us along with John Munson, Chief Mission Officer. And John, we talk a lot about rural vitality on the, the Compare Involvement Program. And Jason's busy on that as well, right? He's the visionary behind it, frankly. So he's made it his priority
1: uh, with our board of directors and and really our clients. And he can probably explain uh, best why he has that vision.
2: Yeah, we believe uh, ag and, and rural communities are inextricably linked. And so we're trying to bring those together and bring that broader support. I think uh, we were talking about that in, in D.C., trying to think about not just ag as a small piece, but how do you bring the whole uh, support system together? Uh, Getting beginning farmers started oftentimes takes an off-farm job. And so how do you bring and think about those two things together versus uh, separate? And
0: we're so fortunate in this country to have plentiful food, but we need our rural areas to have infrastructure and vitality and so on to produce that. It's critical.
2: Yeah, absolutely critical. I think Compeer has taken a lead on this. We are trying to, you know, build networks across the, the rural communities, work regionally, trying to promote those networks. Also bring capital. Uh, we bring some level of capital to that, uh, both directly and then indirectly through others. And then trying to bring a voice. You know, and that was what was really representing us in D.C. And, and showing up on on great programs like this, Lynn, and trying to do that and bring a voice to those issues with, with those that
0: uh, can make a difference. So, John, if you were going to pick maybe the top three things that we need for infrastructure in rural America, what would they be? Well, right now,
1: healthcare is a big one. We've talked about that for years, Lynn. We have talked about it many times. Public safety facilities are another that are aging. Uh, there's a big need out there for more of those. But we also talked earlier about, you know, housing is a really big need in these rural communities today. When you go to a rural community today, you hear about housing, you hear about daycare, you hear about workforce. And th- these are huge needs, and, and, and like Jace said, they're all interdependent, so you got to have a team uh, approach. What have you called it, Jace? There's a new approach, a new label for it.
2: Yeah, the, the rural capital <clears throat> team is what we're calling it. So That that includes uh, lenders like banks and and farm credit, uh, but it also includes insurance companies and, and, and legislators, and, and the whole team needs to come together to best support. Uh, rural America. And and they're working together today, but they're not working as consistently as we need to be the the best that we can
0: be. And that's really very neat, very neat and and badly needed. And I know Compere has been involved in new medical facilities uh, being built in rural areas. I mean, there's just nothing better than that, accomplishing things like that. Yeah,
2: putting those essential community facilities out there and getting them performing and seeing them attract a new workforce and new doctors and nurses and uh, and then the broader group that goes around that the the businesses that support those those jobs and the housing that goes with it and, uh, and the just general excitement that you get from a, a renewed uh, essential community facility in a new town.
0: Jace Wagner, Compere President, CEO, with us along with John Munson, Chief Mission Officer, and. Jace, you're in a unique position as CEO to kind of see the the whole ag economy globally in the U.S. and also close to home here in in the, what, four states that you serve. Uh, where do you feel we're at right now? Do you feel pretty good about the ag economy in general, or what challenges do you see?
2: Yeah, I think there's, there's two pieces to it. I think where we sit today feels pretty good we've had a good couple of years we've had strong yields across most of the territories although some spottiness there but generally speaking we're in about as good a spot as you can be uh, as you look forward then uh, that that view changes uh, margins are definitely going to shrink over the course of the year we're seeing that uh, through prices and input prices as well and uh, and more question marks around the the overall economy as well as kind of individual uh, plans as well so we you know, good right now, but looking forward, definitely going to get tighter, but uh, still a lot of optimism out there. Uh, crop seems to be going in really well right now, and so I think that sets the stage for uh, at least the start of a positive year.
0: Yeah, I know uh, I've talked to some analysts, and they say the next couple years might be time to tighten the belt a little bit. What advice do you have for farmers as they look ahead to maybe prepare for economically a bit of a downturn if we have that?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, more more broadly we see out there, there's a lot of volatility and that that's not necessarily new in ag, but it's always something when you add the economic uh, things that are out there with a the new election, there's a lot of things that can happen. And so I think being prepared for that, um, you know, taking the opportunities when you have them, many of many of our, our producers are, are well prepared for that today. Uh, but being mindful of the risk that you're taking when you step out and, and do that. And I think uh, finding. Exit plans or ways to mitigate some of those is always something we're advising. Uh, crop insurance is obviously a great way and, and support programs that you have uh, through the, the government and others around those private pay products. But So take advantage when you can, but always obviously watch over your shoulder. Make sure you're not getting too far out there because that uh, the environment is
0: really uncertain. And obviously you've got some uh, great people out in the field that talk to farmers, uh, lenders, and so on. Um, in an uncertain time, I would think those relationships are even more important.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Kapir leads with our relationships. We invest in, in our people to help uh, keep them up to speed and up to, uh, up to par on industry characteristics and things. And we know those relationships are tight. We want to keep those tight uh, and use them as your trusted advisor. Our financial officers are the, the first line of, of
0: information that's out there and how you can best prepare for that volatility ahead. And, John, you obviously work the rural area as well, and we talk a lot about rural vitality on the programs that we do and the partnerships that you're creating. I think that's fascinating how you go about doing that to get something done in the rural areas.
1: Yeah, it's, it hasn't changed, and I think we've been this way th- since 2006. I see it going to 2036 and beyond, for example. Yeah. I think that there's so many partnerships on the, on the private sector that you can work with that sort of change <laughs> your thinking and approaches. You've got the government sector. You know, you, you need to lean on them because they provide some risk mitigation and some other tools that are really key. Jay's talked about them for farmers. And and I think if you just give these rural communities a voice, you learn something. You you hear something different than, again, that we have maybe would hear from the metro media. Instead, we hear their voices directly about what their experience is like, and we get better insight into what the needs really are instead of a different kind of narrative. And
0: I think that's really critical for us. And, Jace, you work, in circles in uh, metropolitan areas, rural areas. Um, I, I mean, I'm feeling like there's more of a disconnect than we've seen in the past sometimes with urban versus rural. And I know I've, on the air I've said outstate Minnesota, and I have people call up and say, I don't live outstate. I live in state. I live in Minnesota. But, um, and they're, they're exactly right. I don't say that anymore. But the disconnect, how do you deal with that? What's your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something we've seen evolving over time. And whether it's consumers out to to farmers and building that understanding, I, th- I think is always something we are struggling with. I think that's one of the reasons why we engaged in Rural Vitality is to try and create that voice, create that education across those lines as much as we can uh, to try and help educate, help uh, people understand and, and hear that point of view that's coming from that rural area's uh, we've had a, an environment with, with COVID, we've had more urban people moving to rural. And I think that's helping you have that share uh, exchange of ideas in a, in a good way. Hopefully that continues in a positive way and doesn't uh, break down from there. But I think continuing to find ways to connect those worlds, you know urban education, uh, urban farming, those are ways for them to connect with those rural parts. And I think we're, we're in different ways trying to support those Uh, those different programs, different ways of of doing that to try and keep that link going.
0: And farmers appreciate it. I know they appreciate people speaking out because uh, many of the farmers that I know are not the, they don't want to go and rattle the the cage. They just want to go farm and quietly do their job. And so they appreciate when people are out front for them, like, like you are, both of you.
2: Yeah, it's an, it's an important piece. I think uh, the, the cooperative structure is designed to give that some formality and, and have that buying power, but it's also about a, a voice. And so we view that as a core part of what we should be doing and, and how we've been doing it. There's obviously a lot of voices that, that farms carry, so you have to yeah. be uh, careful and balanced when you're doing that uh, as you have different, uh, different uh, clients that you represent. But I think the connection to urban to ag and helping people understand what's really going on out there is, uh, is a key, and that's a common uh, common denominator.
0: And, John, I know you, uh, when we've talked, when you've been in before, you've uh, always talked about the job that Jace is doing and how he's fit in so well and so on, and I can see that, a great spokesperson.
1: He's got a lot of energy, and I think that he thinks collaboratively, I think first and foremost. And he, But I think the thing you'd get to know about Jace if you had a chance, he's, he's willing to challenge original, I mean, status quo thinking. He did that at the Senate A Committee, and I really appreciated that. He's challenging us to think a little bit differently about what we can bring in order to move us forward. So that's, I think, the biggest value I've, I've found in Jace's leadership all along. It's visionary, and he frankly sees things from a new lens, and I think that's
0: helpful. That's great. So, so as we uh, get close to wrapping up, what's your overall your goal for uh, for Compeer? I'm sure you have many. But what what's your vision?
2: yeah, my goal is to continue the legacy of of serving our member owners. Uh, we've had a strong history of both relationships, building relationships and supporting our farmers, distributing a patronage, and being in that that true cooperative principles of giving that money back and helping support them. Uh, but increasingly, it's about bringing information and knowledge to help them understand uh, where we're headed and help them adapt to the new world. And uh, as part of that, bringing in that rural, Focus And helping support them holistically versus individually, again, is going to get part of that future. And if we do those things well, and I I really believe we will, uh, we'll have a better overall environment and we'll have a, a better represented rural America.
0: We're going to miss you at Farm Fest this year. we were going to put you to work as a farm broadcaster, but we will find a place to get him to be the farm broadcaster of the day, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, down the road, not too distant future.
0: Yeah, that's right. And it uh, might be your first time to read markets on the air, maybe some pig prices. <laughs> you bet. I'll, be I'm happy to, to do. do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> For your next career down the road. They got to start practicing you now. You come ahead. Yeah. Jace, um I've got about a minute left. Where are you heading Next on your where are you, where are you off to Yes I
2: I am uh I'm spending the day in St. Paul on Wednesday and then off to Dallas Texas to uh represent Compere with a a group of uh farm credit institutions so it should be a good way to collaborate around and talk about rural vitality a little bit and uh, and help them understand the power of what we can do collectively together as farm credit Yeah Dallas
0: would be a little better in the middle of winter
2: uh, it's not too bad right now Still because there's good? no, there's no allergies
0: down there. Lynn, I know <laughs> I, for those of you that suffer like I do, it's uh, it's a nice break. You know, we, uh, we went out to Estes park and I was out there and no allergies and I came back here and here we go.
2: Yes. It's, uh, it's nice to know my allergies line up <laughs> with
0: planting. So I always know when farmers are in
2: the field cause my allergies are going crazy. You're the barometer.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Gentlemen, John always... Great to have you in the studio, and uh, we will put you to work in the future here, Chase. That's going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us on the Linder Farm Network.